Salutations, listeners. You're listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you through the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we are returning yet again to the wellspring of jazz from the 1970s. That's right. We have a brand new episode of Jazz from the 70s. So, we hope that you dig it. Those of you who are the faithful listeners who've been waiting for yet another episode of 70s Jazz. And with this particular episode, I want to get mellow with y'all. So I've picked out 21 just groovy tracks, and the main theme here is mellowosity. So hopefully you dig it. Thank you for listening. Let's get to some music. Thank you. 
All right, that is the great Donald Byrd with Wind Parade from his Blue Note album, Places and Spaces. That was recorded in 1975, and it features Donald Brown, of course, on the trumpet, flugelhorn, solo vocals, Raymond Brown on the trumpet, George Bohannon on the trombone, Tyree Glenn Jr. on the tenor saxophone. I guess that's the son of Tyree Glenn, the great jazz trombonist. Craig McMullen, John Rowan on guitars, Larry Mizell, who actually wrote that tune on piano, and other players in the band, Skip Scarborough on the electric piano, Fonts Mizell, the other half of the Mizell brothers on clavinet and also trumpet, Chuck Rainey on the bass, Harvey Mason, the great Harvey Mason on drums, Mayuto Correa on percussion, King Erickson on the congas, and James Carter on whistling. Not that James Carter from the 90s. This is a different James Carter. So, and that is uh, just one of those cool, mellow tracks from the 1970s. Before that, in that set, we heard from Gary Burton with The New Quartet from his album, The New Quartet. We actually heard Gary play a Keith Jarrett composition, a beautiful tune entitled Choral. And in that band, it is Gary Burton, of course, on the vibraphone, Harry Blazer on the drums, Abraham Laboriel on the bass, and the guitarist extraordinaire, Mick Goodrick, but it's listed here as Michael Goodrick. But Mick Goodrick is a very unsung guitar hero from the 70s, and not a lot of people talk about him. You know, they talk about Al Miola and they talk about John McLaughlin and cats like that. But Mick Goodrick is truly one of the most tasteful guitar players from the 1970s. And that album by Gary Burton, The New Quartet, Silver Cover, off the ECM label, 1973. Beautiful album all the way through. And then we opened up the set with Mr. Benny Maupin. We heard the track, You Know the Deal, from his 1977 album, Slow Traffic to the Right. And it's there's this cool little um, thing uh, on the back of the album by Pat Gleason, and it just, I mean, this is some serious hype, you know what I mean, for Benny Maupin. This is it, the long-awaited statement by America's premier contemporary reed player, Benny Maupin. He He contributed powerfully into the development of jazz in the historic Bitches Brew sessions with Miles Davis. He continues to shape American music through his association with Herbie Hancock and the Headhunters. And now, supported by some of the finest players in the world, Benny Maupin makes his own statement. I am so proud to have assisted in bringing this beautiful music into being. I hope you will share it. By Pat Gleason, who uh, was a producer for that album. So, 
1977, Benny Maupin. And the whole album is great. I mean, you know, that's the thing about, you know, 70s jazz is there's some real hip shit out there just by some of the side players. I mean, you just look down the roster of the Bitches Brew session and it's just like you could check out any name on there and it's going to be worth it, whether it's Wayne Shorter, Chick Corea, Joe Zavinul, you know, Benny Maupin. All those bass clarinet things you hear in Bitches Brew, that's Benny Maupin. So, and of course he went on with Herbie and he did the Headhunters thing, you know. So, great, great stuff. So, anyway, enough talking. If you want to check out these album covers, make sure that you're getting the right albums with the exact songs that you hear from the Dr. Jazz podcast here. There's no problem. I understand there's a lot of reissues and the confusion. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Who loves you, baby? I do. All you got to do is just check out the website. That's D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast dr jazz podcast dot wordpress dot com and you can check out all the album covers support this wonderful music and then share it with your friends all right let's get to another great set of music this time we are going to start out with the great michael franks I do very few repeats, but I just did a podcast ringing in the new year for 2019, and hopefully you're digging your new year. But I love this song. I can't get enough of it. And in case you didn't check out that podcast, we're going to repeat this song on here. Here is Michael Franks from the Art of Tea album. This is Monkey See and Monkey Do. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Locked us up, peaches We're locked inside this zoo Your bananas get thrown at me And mine get thrown at you Every night we fuss and fight Like Arabs and like Jews I guess love is always just Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see monkey do would I lie to you love is monkey see and monkey do that's all it is peaches love is monkey see and monkey do 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 you want my love peaches or do you want my rage or do you merely like to see me shake my cage your papayas get thrown at me and mine get thrown at you I guess love is always just Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do That's all it is, peaches Love is monkey see and monkey do Love 
let me near you, peaches, but one day you will. I'm gonna jump and stumble and eat the jungle until I've had my fill. Then you'll learn the truth, peaches. One and one ain't two. One and one is one, and love is. Love is monkey see and monkey do. That's all it is, peaches. Love is monkey see and monkey do. Would I lie to you? Love is monkey see and monkey do. That's all it is, peaches. Love is monkey see and monkey do.
Give it here, baby. Love is very peaceful. Mm. That's what Stephen Moore said, baby. You got it, baby. Wait a minute. I think somebody's at the door, baby.
All right. That was Put It Where You Want It. That was Styx Hooper, Chuck Rainey, Larry Carlton, Wilton Felder, Wayne Henderson, and Joe Sample, better known as The Crusaders. And that was from The Crusaders' 1972 album, Crusaders 1. Before that, we heard from the great George Duke with his album Reach For It. We heard the very sultry track. Watch out, baby. So, yeah, 70s were a different time, that's for sure. And then we started off that set with the great Michael Franks from his album, The Art of Tea. We heard Monkey See, Monkey Do. That's all it is, Peaches. So I guess you could almost call that whole set the the love set. <laughs> uh, hope you're digging this podcast. We're trying to play some really mellow vibes for you. Uh within that 70s funky realm. On this set, we've got some great music coming at you. Well, it's all great music, right? So there you go. Um, By the way, I'd like to take this moment to go ahead and ask anybody if they have any suggestions. Please go ahead. Feel free to email me. Um, You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that. Um... And you, you know, feel free to leave a comment in the the tracks on SoundCloud. I always welcome that. Uh, also, if you have any suggestions, go to the website, write me. I'd love to hear from you. Um, that's Doctor Jazz Podcast D R J A Z Podcast dot WordPress dot com. And feel free to make some suggestions. You know, I've got some ideas cooking for a couple of shows, but I'm always open to suggestions and ideas of, of great uh, themes, subjects, artists you'd like to hear more of, etc. So let's get back to some more music. This first one is from the great flugelhornist extraordinaire. And he was cool before King of the Hill. This is Chuck Mangione with Give It All You Got.
All right. That Funkalicious track was Where It's At. That's the name of the track, Where It's At. And it's by the great Blue Mitchell. That's right, that same Blue Mitchell from Nika's Dream on the Horace Silver recordings from the 50s. That very same Blue Mitchell. He got on the funk scene in the 70s. And he assembled a great, great band. That band is none other than, of course, Blue Mitchell on the trumpet, but also Jim Bossy, John Faddis, Marky Markowitz, all on the trumpet, Joe Farrell on the flute and tenor saxophone. That's right, the same Joe Farrell from Return to Forever. Selden Powell on the tenor and Barry sax, Frank Vicari on the tenor sax, Joe Beck and John Tropea on guitar and acoustic guitars. So Joe Beck is a killer guitar player, not to be confused with Jeff Beck. Two totally different things. Two Becks, two guitars. And John Tropea had a great uh, like space-themed album in the 70s as well. We might include that on in a future episode. But both of those guitar players are killer, you know. Sam Brown also on backup guitar, Wilbur Bascom and Michael Moore. That same Michael Moore, not the director, but the bass player on bass that played with Ralph Towner. Um, Jimmy Madison on drums and David Matthews, arranger and conductor, not to be confused with the Dave Matthews band from the 1990s, but this is the 70s David Matthews that did stuff like crazy arrangements of like Star Wars and Dune and all that with a jazz flavor and twist and had a lot of great um, hands in those like CTI kind of records. So yeah, just a killer, killer band. 1974, Many Shades of Blue album by Blue Mitchell. So just killer, killer stuff. And then we also heard, after that, we heard the Brecker Brothers with Squids from their album, their 1977 album, Don't Stop the Music. That's right, before Rihanna had that, it was the Brecker Brothers. And just a funky, funky tune with Squids. And then we open up that entire set with the 1979 track, Give It All You Got by Mr. Chuck Mangione from his Fun and Games album. It's just, there's something so delightfully 70s about Chuck Mangione. You just can't, you can't talk about 70s jazz and not talk about the great Chuck Mangione. It just feels so good. (laughs) All right. Up next, we've got quite an interesting trio for this next set. So, I'm not going to give any hints. Just enjoy it. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de topo, é um pouco sozinho É um caco de vidro, é a vida, é o sol É a noite, é a morte, é o laço, é o anzol É peroba do campo, é o nó da madeira Caenga, candeia, é uma tita pereira É madeira de vento 
quilombo da ribanceira É o um mistério profundo É o queira ou não queira É o vento ventando É o fim da ladeira É a viga, é o vão Festa da comieira É a chuva chovendo É conversa ribeira Das águas de março É o fim da canseira É o pé, é o chão É a marcha estradeira Passarinho na mão Pedra de atiradeira uma ave no céu, uma ave no chão É um regato, é uma fonte, é um pedaço de pão É o fundo do poço, é o fim do caminho No rosto desgosto, é um pouco sozinho É um estrepe, é um prego, é uma ponta, é um ponto É um pingo pingando, é uma conta, é um conto É um peixe, é um gesto, é uma prata brilhando É a luz da manhã Tijolo chegando é a lenha, é o dia, é o fim da picada É a garrafa de cana, o estilhaço na estrada É o projeto da casa, é o corpo na cama É o carro enguiçado, é a lama, é a lama É um passo, é uma ponte, é um sapo, é uma rampa É um resto de mato na luz da manhã São as águas de março fechando o verão é a promessa de vida no teu coração As águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de topo, é um pouco sozinho É um passo, é uma ponte, é um sapo, é uma rã É um belo horizonte, é uma febre terçã São as águas de março fechando o verão é a promessa de vida no teu coração É pau, é pedra, é o fim do caminho É um resto de topo, é um pouco sozinho É um caco de vidro, é a vida, é o sol É a noite, é a morte, é o laço, é o anzol São as águas de março fechando o verão É a promessa de vida no teu coração
shoulder to the light. So I snatched it all away from him and I showed him how to do it right. I wrapped the newspaper around my head so I looked like I was deep. I said some mumble jumble then. I told him he was going to sleep. I robbed his ring and rocket watch and everything was about. I had that sucker hypnotized. He couldn't even has just gone up and your old lady has just gone down. Now is that a real poncho or is that a Sears poncho? Don't you know, you could make more money as a butcher. So don't you waste your time on Ah, yes. Frank Zappa. Frank motherfucking Zappa. You cannot get away from Zappa. He he is truly such a controversial figure and such a humorous musical figure, you know. You can't really call him rock. You can't really call him jazz. But you can't deny that he's either... <laughs> That's what's so great about Frank Zappa. Uh, And of course, that was Cosmic Debris from his Apostrophe album. One of his best albums ever. Um, Killer band on the whole album. I mean, George Duke, who we heard from earlier, is on the back and vocals and on the keyboards. Jean-Luc Ponty is on the violin all over that album. Bruce Fowler is on the trombone. Um, Napoleon Murphy Brock is on saxophone, as well as Ian Underwood. Sal Marquez is on the trumpet. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other really, really, really famous names. Um, Of course, Frank Zappa, you know, is on the guitar everywhere and had a great guitar solo on that tune, Cosmic Debris. And, of course, that album came out in 1974 for Frank Zappa. Recorded at Electric Ladyland Studios, no doubt. Before that, we heard one of my favorite tracks. It is Blue and Green, and it was by none other than Bill Evans and Toots Tillmans, or Tillemans, whichever way you want to pronounce it, potato patata. Uh, Toots was on the harmonica, of course, And besides being a great harmonica player, Toots was also known as a great guitar player. And on top of that, he was also known as a great commercial whistler. Now you'll be like, yeah, okay, what? Who who cares? You know, but but he was the one in all of those 
uh, spaghetti westerns with like Ennio Morricone and Clint Eastwood, you know, and Ennio Morricone's music. He's the one that did like, um, I believe it was Once Upon a Time in the West or Once Upon a Time in America. And he did uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, I believe, in which he had that, you know. So that was Toots. And also, if you don't know that, you may know the Old Spice whistle. Not only did Toots actually whistle the original one, I believe he wrote it. He, he wrote the original jingle for Old Spice. So, but all that aside, we all know what a genius Bill Evans is. So the fact that the two of them came together and decided to record Blue and Green. The fact that Toots could make his harmonica sound so similar to Miles's Harmon Mute trumpet from Kinda Blue is what really stuck out in my ear and in my mind. And I said, man, this is gorgeous. I need to share this with all of y'all. So, that is the reason for adding Blue and Green. And it comes from a fabulous 1979 album on Warner Brothers called Affinity. So, just gorgeous music all throughout that album. That's one of my favorites, Blue and Green. And before that, we started off the set with Aguas de Marco, which is also known as The Waters of March from the 1973 album Jobim by none other than Brazil's greatest composer, Antonio Carlos Jobim. Now, if you're not exactly sure, if you're still trying to write these things down and just, you know, go and check it out at your local record shop, don't worry. Save yourself some time. Just go check out the website. See the album covers for yourself. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z podcast no spaces dot wordpress dot com and there and there you can check out the album covers for every track that you're hearing on this podcast as well as other episodes that you may have missed all right would also love to hear suggestions from you so drop me a line you can find us on soundcloud or itunes we've got another great great set for you coming up you are listening to the dr jazz podcast jazz from the 1970s episode and let's get a little funky with mr billy cobham
is the great Miss Bobby Humphrey on the flute and she also has vocals throughout this album but the track that we heard was Fancy I'm sorry we heard The Trip from her album Fancy Dancer and that's a 1975 album on Blue Note now check this out check out the back and band right Bobby of course is on the flute but Fonts Mizell is on trumpet and clavinet. You've got Tyree Glenn Jr. on tenor saxophone. You've got Dorothy Ashby on the harp. You've got Julian Priester on the trombone. Killer trombone player. And killer harp player, too. Roger Glenn is on the vibes. But Chuck Davis is on the piano and the electric piano. Skip Scarborough is also on piano and clavinet. Jerry Peters is also on piano. Larry Mizell, so you've got both Mizell brothers, is on synthesizers. You've got Craig McMullen and John Rowan on guitar. Chuck Rainey, again, on the bass. The great Harvey Mason on drums. Mayuto Correa on the conga. James Carter, not that, that James Carter again, on the whistles. Does this sound familiar to you? It should. Because that's the same, almost the exact same group that the Mizells took and recorded with Donald Byrd on his Blue Note album, Places and Spaces, that we had in the very first set. So what I'm saying is an essential part of that 1970s jazz sound for Blue Note came from the Mizells and Company. Whether that was Bobby Humphrey or Donald Byrd. Keep that in mind. Put that in your trivia bank. Before that, we heard from the great Al DiMiola, guitarist extraordinaire. And we heard Land of the Midnight Sun. From his 1976 album, Land of the Midnight Sun. The backing band on this album is absolutely killer. Of course, Demiola is on guitar. But Chick Corea is on one of the tracks on the piano and on marimba. But on the track that we heard, it was another great synthesizer player. Barry Miles. Killer. And then on this album, there's also a great, great set of bass players. Check this out. On one of the tracks, Stanley Clark. On two of the tracks, one of which we heard, Land of the Midnight Sun, Anthony Jackson on bass guitar. 
killer bass player. Then, on number on one of the tracks, the great Jaco Pastorius play with Al Di Miola. Steve Gadd plays drums on one of the tracks. Alphonse Muzon plays drums on one of the tracks. And then on the track that we heard, we got to hear the great Lenny White, the drummer for Return to Forever. So we got Demiola, Lenny White, and Barry Miles all on that track, added with Mingo Lewis on percussion. Just a killer, killer band. And I implore you to go check out the Dr. Jazz Podcast website, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com, because looking at the cover of this album, you have this like picture of Al Miola with four lights on top of him, four suns. And it's almost as if Judge Lance Ito had this album, listened to it every day, and said, that's the way I want to look, right there. Because Ito totally stole Demiola's style on the cover of this album. No doubt about it. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm not even joking. Then, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Then we started off the set with the great Billy Cobham, drummer extraordinaire. We heard Thinking of You from his 1975 album, A Funky Thide of Sings. And in that band, are you ready for this? Billy Cobham on drums and synthesizers, too. On the saxophones, Larry Schneider, who's a great saxophone player. He's got a great Ornette album called Ornetology. But Michael Brecker. On the trumpets, Walt Fowler and Randy Brecker. That's right, the Brecker brothers with Billy Cobham. Tom Malone on trumpet, Glenn Ferris on trombone as well. Milcho Leviev on the keyboards. Now, if you're not sure who Milcho Leviev is, he did a lot of work with Art Pepper in the 70s and 80s. So, Milcho is a killer crazy keyboardist on Conga's Rebop Kawaku Ba I kid, I kid you not that's that's his name Alex Blake on the bass and on the guitar the great John Schofield that's right John Schofield so you've got Schofield Milcho Leviev the Brecker brothers and Billy Cobham just killing it on this album. So good. So good. All right. So we've got, let's see, about two more sets for you. Uh, appreciate you listening. We do love you madly as always. You are checking out the Dr. Jazz podcast, Jazz from the 1970s. Here's Lenny White with the Venusian Summer Suite.
Magic Ray from the great band Cassiopeia from their 1979 album Superflight. God, I love that album. It's just, there's something so 70s about it, you know. And of course, if you're not familiar with Cassiopeia, they're one of the great fusion bands from Japan in the 70s. It's Issei Noro on the electric guitar and most of the arrangements. Minoru Mukaya on the piano, organ, synthesizers, all the keys. Tetsuo Sakurai on the bass. And Takashi Sasaki on the drums. And it is one of the original amalgamations of Cassiopeia. It's went through a lot of changes and things like that, you know. It was kind of like Weather Report, so to speak. You know, how they had different configurations, but they were still called Weather Report. It's kind of the same deal with Cassiopeia, but I just have a soft spot for that album. That one and their self-entitled album. Those two albums just kill me by Cassiopeia. Makeup City's a great album, too. You should totally check out Cassiopeia if you love 70s jazz. Before that, we heard The Essence of Mystery by the great drummer Alphonse Mouzon. From that album, we heard the track Funky Finger. And, of course, Alphonse Mouzon is famous for playing with the great guitar player Larry Coryell and the 11th House. But he was also a great solo jazz artist on his own. And on that track and this album, 
Alphonse Muzon not only plays drums, timpani, tabla, and all the other percussion, but he contributes electric piano, clavinet, mellotron, and vocals. On top of Larry Willis being the piano and the electric piano player as well. There was also the great Buster Williams on bass, Wilbur Bascom Jr. on bass as well throughout the album, Buddy Terry on the soprano saxophone, and the great Sonny Fortune, who unfortunately we lost last year, late last year in 2018. So, a fantastic saxophone player and a great contributor to many albums, including many solo albums on his own. And before that, we opened with the Venusian Summer Suite from Lenny White off of his 1975 album, Venusian Summer from Nimperer Records. Check out the musicians on this album. Of course, Lenny White, it's his album. Al DiMiola and Larry Coryell on guitars. David Sanchez, Jimmy Smith, Hubert Laws, Larry Young, Patrick Gleason, Raymond Gomez, Doug Rauch, Doug Rodriguez, Weldon Irvine, Tom Harrell, Peter Robinson, Dennis McKay, and Onaje Allen Gums. This is like a who's who of just great musicians right there. So, does the album look a little dated? Yes. By the cover. But you should never judge <clears throat> judge an album by its cover because this thing is a fantastic, fantastic album. Especially if you love 70s jazz. So, but not many people play that track from the album. It's a little lengthy, but well worth it. So, go Lenny White. All right, we've got one last set for you. I've really made sure that I close it off strong. So, let's start off things with none other than the great Herbie Hancock.
That was the great Chick Corea from his 1978 album Friends, which features the Smurfs on the cover. I mean, what's more 70s than the Smurfs, right? 
God, I love the Smurfs. I remember watching the Smurfs when I was a kid. I love the Smurfs. That was some cool stuff, man. Gargamel, Papa Smurf, Smurfette, Brainy Smurf, Hefty Smurf. Ah. Anyway, so this album, we actually heard the track Friends from the that which is also the name of the album, Friends. And this album came out in 1978, but it won the 1979 Grammy Award for the best jazz instrumental performance and for the group. And the group is nothing but just a, a little quartet. Nothing crazy, right? Chick Corea on the on the all the keyboards and piano. Steve Gadd, the great Steve Gadd on drums. Eddie Gomez on the bass. And Joe Farrell on like the flute and in the reeds. So it's like all of Chick's like close friends. It's great, you know? And they won a Grammy for it. So there you go. Before that, we heard Honky Tonk from Miles Davis's album Get Up With It. And the funny thing about this record is that it's actually every track is recorded at different times. You know, there's some tracks that are recorded in 1974 when the album came out. There's some tracks that are recorded in 1972. There's some tracks that are recorded in 1970. And they all have different configurations. But what we heard was the track Honky Tonk, which is actually recorded May 19th, 1970. So it still counts as jazz from the 70s. But, of course, this lineup is different than the lineup that he had in 74. By 74, he had um, Sonny Fortune, Michael Henderson, Pete Cozy, Al Foster in the band. But in 1970, when he recorded Honky Tonk, which is what we heard, it's Miles on the trumpet, Steve Grossman on the soprano sax, John McLaughlin on the guitar, Keith Jarrett on electric piano, Herbie Hancock on the clavinet, Michael Henderson on the bass, Billy Cobham on the drums, and Ayrto Morera on the percussion. So a killer, killer group, no doubt. One of the funkiest tracks Miles has ever done, Honky Tonk. And then we started off that set with I Thought It Was You by Herbie Hancock from his 1978 album Sunlight. So Herbie and Chick both had these albums out in 78. And the musicians on this album were none other than Herbie Hancock, of course, on all the arrangements and synthesizers, keyboards. Patrick Gleason was on additional synthesizers. Benny Maupin, who we started off this whole podcast with, uh, plays soprano on the album. Wawa Watson and Ray Parker Jr., Yes, that Ray Parker Jr. was on guitar on the album. Paul Jackson, Byron Miller, and the great Jaco Pastorius was on electric bass on this album. Ndugu Chancellor, James Levi, Harvey Mason, and Tony Williams were all on the drums on this album. 
But the track that we heard was Nadubu Chancellor on the drums. Uh, Raul Rical and Bill Summers were on percussion. Baba Duru was on the tapla. Bobby Shu, great trumpet player. Maurice Spears, Robert O'Brien, Garnet Brown was the brass section. Ernest J. Watts, Fred Jackson Jr., Jack Nimitz, and David Riddles was on woodwinds. Terry Adams, Roy Milan, Nathan Rubin, Linda Wood, and Emily Van Valkenburg was the string section for Herbie Hancock's Sunlight album. Awesome. So, you this concludes another episode of Jazz from the 1970s here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. We appreciate you listening. We hope you dig it. Hopefully you got mellow with us on a couple of these tracks and you enjoyed it. Tell your friends. Spread it around about the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Alright? So, until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good now, because in jazz, we trust.